0: Little Pony pony. I used to wonder what friendship could be Until you all shared this magic with me Big adventure, tons of fun A beautiful heart, faithful and strong
1: And welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Monday, October 16th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host. Hi, everybody. It's Summer Boy. Woo-hoo! Yay! Yes, on time. On time. Yep, happy day, happy day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Oh God. So how have you been this week? Um, not too bad. Weekend was a little rough, but uh, other than that, fine. That's good. Well, how about you? It's been, it's been a good week. Come in. Oh, okay. Some of which I'm going to wait until later on during in the show to reveal. Some of the do now. Okay. Because there is a box here from Boca Raton, Florida. Oh, wow. So we know what's in there, and if you don't, and if you don't know what 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 would be in a box from Boca Raton, Florida, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> if you get a box from Boca Raton, Florida, that means you've gotten a box from Clipper. Oh, box from Clipper. <laughs> and last week I had a Build-A-Bear box be delivered, and I said I had a friend that said, you know, whenever a box comes in, open it up right away. Uh-huh. As soon as I got this box, I got an email as soon as the box got delivered with a note that said do not open the Build the Bear box till Monday during the show. Oh, okay. I wrote back, dude, you realize that's like a picking time bomb. (laughs) Dude, I am already like trying I'm I'm already pinkie pie knowing that cadence is pregnant and can't tell anybody. hmm And you're going to tell me not to open up a box. I no longer like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess which box is getting opened up first? Um, a Build-A-Bear box? Yes, the one that has been sitting here taunting me for half a week. (laughs) Where is my knife when I need it? Nope, it's not hiding behind my chicken noodle soup or my sleep mask. We're under that. Come on. What the heck? I swear this knife just likes to, you know... Run away and hide from me. You know, it's anything you would use to open a box. It just disappears. Yeah.
0: And
1: I seriously just saw this thing just like the other day. It's like, really? Seriously? Okay, let's see if I can find the scissors I know I have in here. Here they are. This will work. (sighs) Found something to open it with. I can't let's see. I see a blue body with white hair and a pink body with Purple and dark blue hair? Huh. Is this somebody you ordered? No, I didn't order anything.
0: Oh, okay. What'd you get? It's Trixie and Starlight. Oh, awesome.
1: Aww. Oh, I like this at the bottom. It has the birth certificates. And unlike the normal birth certificates, they'll normally just have the owner's name on it. Yeah. To have my name on it and the person who sent it to me, aww. And it says stuffed with love by aww. That's cute. And it's stuffed by my. It's by my friend Eric. who's the one that sent me the all the Monster High movies and and the Sailor Moon. Um, blanket to hide under. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> cool! for all the scary parts, Mhm-, yeah, I remember that. Oh, they're so cute. Are you happy you got to to arrive here together? Yeah, they're nodding, <laughs> and he even got me both their outfits, which. I personally would have only gotten Trixie's, uh huh, Starlight's, because I don't even know when she even wore this outfit in the show. I don't think she did, but it might just be, like, they just designed something sort of around her cutie mark. Um, not really, because and it has, like, blue diamonds on it. It's something more like something that... um rarity would wear, wear huh but it's okay i i will forgive him he he, he at least took the thought to at least include both of their outfits so they they can at least go on a magical adventure better fully dressed <laughs> I yeah, thought about one? getting the outfits flat for them last time I was in Build-A-Bear, but the outfits are not cheap. No, they are not. They definitely are not cheap. But, yay! Oh, cool. And today's the 16th, so... Technically, it's one month since my birthday, so technically, it's still my birthday.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we still include this in my birthday month. <laughs> so that was that which, as I said, it's like, since the box got here, it's like, I knew what it was. Because I had gone to get the mail and it was a box and a box from Spencer's. And like the email came came through from this particular person going, Do not open the Build Bear box until Monday. <laughs> I know you've been told by other people to open packages right away, but this one to leave closed. Okay. So hopefully this weekend I will actually get around to actually packing up um, the bears and start getting things more organized Mm -hmm. as far as everything goes so that I can get into that room because there's stuff in that room that I cannot get to anymore, including your ponies, that, yes, I will send back eventually (laughs) once I find them. Uh, I know. You've got a lot of stuff in that room. And if it was if it didn't get so hot down there in the summer I would actually go down there and work down there in the summer. Mhm. It just gets just way too hot to do anything down there in the summer. Yeah, I can understand. So Okay, so let's open the box from Clipper. And I know it's in here, but it's still fun to open any package from Clipper. Because as soon as I saw the the tracking number coming from, Bo- from Boca Raton, I, I emailed him and I said, ah, They're coming! They're coming! <laughs> And he's like, "Did you get him?" I said, "No, I just got the tracking num. I just got the tracking information." And I love his packaging technique. He, he'll use a priority flat rate mail mail pa- package to ship stuff, but then he'll use other packing materials for the individual packages. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Do we have to a wondering eye should appear as I dump out the first box under my bed is...
0: Uh, it's attack of the babies
1: boom <laughs> um, yes, I did get um another set of babies. he was they were doing. Basically, the they were basically selling all tw- twenty sets. Uh huh. So it's all twenty, all twenty variations, right? Of the babies. I like how they did they did it this time. Um, the last time. They did not attach the accessories to the babies. Uh Uh-huh. This time they did. So you know which accessories go with which baby. And let me see if I can kind of get a little bit of a... Nope, there is no way to. Really get an idea of which thing goes with which baby. So I've got one, one set open. they, of course, are the same. It's the um, same for it's the, the car, uh-huh. the teething ring, the stacking toys, and then the airplane. Uh-huh. So the first box I opened has uh, blue bodies, colors of hair, the the gold hair, the white hair, the purple hair, and the bluish-green hair. So I'm going to say this is the blue set. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hey, Sully, be, be quiet, buddy. So these are the blue babies. <laughs> they to be quiet. They're be a quiet bird. Come on, you can do it all day. Okay. So the next packet is, and he, they, they and I said they did a big sale thing, where you got all 20, 20 versions because some people were, because he was asking, you know, do you want to just do individuals or should I just go ahead and do bundles? And it's like, everyone's like, do bundles. So that is the green set. Should I say which symbols have what color? what color hair oh what is well they mix and match the the symbols and the colors and stuff right um basically what they did was they had done um four colors of body hair of the body and the hair so, basically, originally, the idea was you never knew what body color you were gonna get, uh-huh, and what hair color you were gonna get, and so I'm gonna actually set these up to see. And grab the original set that I had purchased. Okay. Okay, so far it looks like all the body hair, the hair, the hair is the same for all of the symbols. Oh really? So the, the the stacking toy has the green hair. The car has the orange hair. The teething ring has the white hair, and the the plane has the purple hair. Huh. So so far I've got um, blue and green bodies. No, don't rip, don't rip, no, don't, dang it. What? The bag ripped. The bag ripped. I was just going to put these back into the bags and just write on them blue, green, pink. Okay, yeah, that's what they were doing. They were doing different body colors, but the hair colors were all going to be the same for the symbol. Okay. Yeah, now Um, I'm remembering a lot better now. But I like how this time they attached the accessory packs to each pony uh-huh. rather than having them separate, separate so that you had to figure out, you know, which set to go went with which baby pony. Oh, gotcha. So that way just they would have their own accessories with them. Yeah. So I like this this a little bit better, because basically what the whole idea was, was that there were a total of 20 ponies, and hold on, I'm getting the last, the last color out right now. And I'd forgotten that the, the hair was going to, they were going to stick with the same hair color for the symbols so that would be the only thing that would be the same on the ponies uh-huh would be the hair color going with the symbol mm-hmm. be a question of whether or not you're going to get the um <laughs> as far as body color went whether or not you were going to get a blue blue stacking toy, a yellow car, a green teething ring. Oh, so like you would just get a blue... Um, yeah, let me actually get the original set that I actually purchased from him. Just get a better comparison. Just be able to describe it a little, little bit more, or how 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 he originally had it going. Kitty loves
0: shiny. Kitty loves, and here it is.
1: And I'm hoping by next week to have um, a, two new new babies to introduce. So I'll tell you all about those guys when I get them. Oh, okay. okay. So, like the first um, when you first ordered. It was a question of whether whether or not what color you were gonna get, so last time I got the um teething ring pony uh the green baby the green um car pony mm-hmm. the blue airplane pony. And the yellow stacking toy pony, oh okay, and he did um like a limited limited run on me on this on this sale,
0: mhm,
1: so that like if people wanted to like get the entire set like me, yeah. <laughs> Because it's, I I need to get them all. Because <laughs> they're all so cute. I don't care if they all have the same cutie mark. I'm going to name them all differently. <laughs> well, yeah, because
0: I'll then that out. way you can siblings or something.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it would all be quadruplets. Yeah. So yeah, that was um one of his last sales. Um then he did another sale that actually had a few bundles. And he only had fifty bundles. Yeah, I saw some of the um the sales for the bundle. Yeah. So I put in my pre order for that. I told him, you know, at this rate, I'm going to actually have to make a box just for this whole, the whole the pony project, ponies. Yeah. And do you want to know what his exact words were? That's the idea? <laughs> no, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, said it before. Clipper is an enabler. Yes, he is. I think that's why he came to my room to sell ponies out of. Because <laughs> according to him, when when he came when he came to my room to sell ponies out of my room, I bought all of his rare stuff. Uh, yeah. And my exact words were, well, I should, since, like, you're in my room. (laughs) And, gosh darn it, you didn't even stay awake when I was driving in. I now have all twenty variations. I guess I know I still have photos. I have to do. Hopefully, I'll get to that this weekend because these are actually sealed up. Mm-hmm. So I won't have to worry about um, mom smoking around them. That's the one uh, nice thing is Clipper has actually gotten around to actually um, sealing up the ponies rather than just wrapping them up in bubble wrap. Oh, okay. So Which they're, is, they're all in their own little bag. Yeah. So they're mint in bag. nice so what i will probably do is these ones that are in these these sets i'm probably just going to keep these in bags and then the set that i purchased originally i'm gonna take that set once i actually get a pony room and open up that set and put that Set on display. at opened up. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of mail, um, my favorite YouTuber. The last two shows, and I actually have to send me two two Mail Mondays. She has done, and I'm gonna have to send you send you the link Mm -hmm. I've been within the packages from me have been within the first 10 minutes of her show right and I had actually purchased for her dog on the one before today I had purchased her dog a pajama set Mm mm-hmm she'd put on the wish list that she had wanted this blue one with a monkey head on the butt. Right. But she dyes her dog pink. Huh. And I saw one with a little bear head on the butt. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, that one is so much cuter. So I got her, I got that one for, 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 for the dog. And she she looked at it and she's like, oh my god, I gotta put it on him right now. I gotta put it on him right now. <laughs> and you can hear her in the background crying, aww, because <laughs> it's so cute. And I'm actually gonna link it back, both of them actually up to um to the page because it's just so her her reaction is so funny. And then she shows his butt to the camera and goes, look at that butt, look at that butt. <laughs> and then today, she did uh, Mail Monday, and I found a couple of other things. And I was the first package she opened. Oh. And on the pack, one package, I had put a letter on there because there was going to be a figure that was going to be coming, and I didn't know when the figure was going to arrive. So I told her that this figure is going to come out and that it's going to be from me. Uh She opens up the second package, and she gets the third package figurine that I told her about. Oh, wow. And she's going, I don't know who this is from. And then it's like I'm watching the video, and then it says, I realize that it's from Amy. (laughs) But what I'm, I'm a little upset about is I had sent her a birthday card, and she hasn't gotten the birthday card. huh? Which I'm kind of a little upset about. I don't know if I put the address again wrong because I have had a letter come back. Yeah. Because I put something wrong about the address. Mm-hmm. But the. But it hasn't come back to me yet. Mm. So I'm just hoping that it didn't get lost in the mail because it was a really cute card. It had a unicorn on it. I could try and decorate it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay, so I just want to get these back into the box, and we're going to do the Blind Bag Pony of the Week, and you know what, we're just going straight into our Topic of the Week. Yes, we are actually doing it within the first hour. (laughs) That's why I said everything else can wait until afterwards. (laughs) first package had to get opened because that was definitely pony mail, pony related. Uh-huh. And the built-bear thing, I was told to open it during the show, so I knew that I had to have something pony in it. Mm-hmm. Some there was an inkling yeah. in my mind. And this week I'm gonna cheat. Okay. I am going to cheat. Go ahead. On the Blind Bag Counting for the Week. Hopefully this is the right box. Because what is our topic of the evening? The new My Little Pony movie that's been out in theaters. Yes, so... I am going so, to uh, cheat. Go ahead. I was going to say, because I finally got a chance to go see it. Yes. So I am actually going to cheat, because I actually still have some blind bags in the box for the movie, and I'm just going to pull one. I'm going to pull two from the from the directly on the box, so I can get it out of the Hasbro Box. Come out. Out, you silly rabbit, out. Ah. the box is empty. I was actually supposed to take this downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) That's why this is... Okay, so I'm going to actually have to dig out the actual box and just pull it directly from the box. Okay. Damn. (laughs) That's late plan. Okay. Let's see if I could pull this box out without having to pull out anything else. Ha, ah. huh. it was actually easy to pull out. Yay. I'm just going to open it up and grab two that say My Little Pony movie. <laughs> I'm not even going to shake the box. I'm just going to grab it and put No, I don't have them. MLP Merch first. Oh, MLP Merch actually has something on their website in regards to the movie.
0: Well,
1: on their on their main page, pmerch.com dot com. Let's see. Oh, they had said last week they they did a poll. Uh, last week we asked you what you thought of My Little Pony of the Movie, if you've already seen it. And first off, we want to say that we are pleas- pleasantly surprised by the amount of people that already saw it. About three-quarters of respondents have seen the movie. And of those, by far, most people are blown away by it, 75%, 45%. Another group of seventeen is positive, giving it four out of five stars. Then we see a small group just below nine percent giving it three stars. That leaves a small percentage of two two point five not liking the movie, but with only ten votes in a group in the group that gives it one, one or two stars is almost nothing. And that's actually, yeah, only ten people on five Five voted for two stars and five voted for one star. Wow. Which is actually quite surprising. Yeah, like from what I've seen of a lot of different reviewers, uh, they've said that majority of the people did end up liking the movie. Well, I liked the movie. I just, there were just certain aspects of it that I just didn't like.
0: Yeah. But we'll
1: get into that. Okay, come on. Come on, you silly website. Work with me here. You're going to keep squealing. You're going to get covered up first. Uh oh. The pony's okay. you. And the first pony out of the out out of the bag is mostly orange. Oh well, that goes with you got. Well, Ant Orange last week, right? Yes I did. There is one particular one that I'm hoping to get tonight because that will actually spark a big debate. Yeah. And you already know what that like that debate is? Oh well it has something to do with Flash Century, I'm assuming. Uh no. But it kinda does. <clears throat> oh, I got spring melody, so I got one of the Pegasus ponies where their wings are actually p- painted onto their onto their bodies. Yeah, so it's supposed to make it look like um, their wings are folded. Yeah, let me see if I can. See if I can feel around for a head because I. This might be the one I'm looking for. Let me open up one more. Seriously, I just had my scissors. Really? And again, you can't find the scissors. Yep. Ah! I got blue buck. You got who? Blue buck. Blue buck. Oh, okay. And her her name just does not make any sense because her symbol is is a bunch of fish. Ah. Huh. Okay, Uh, let me try one more. I think this one's it. This one I better be it. yes, it is. It is a royal guard pony oh, okay, okay. The reason why I wanted to pull pull a royal guard pony is because on the bag for the blind bags for the movie ponies, yeah, there is a royal guard. On the box for the, for the movie Blind Bags, there is a Royal Guard pony. In the Blind Bags, there is a Royal Guard pony. And, yeah, yeah, he looks great. He, I love his hair. His hair is all sparkly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You don't see a gosh darn gar, Royal Guard in the entire movie. Yeah. Like the ones that appear in the throne room in the opening of the show, not in the movie. Nowhere. Nowhere. There's no mention of any Royal Guards. They're not in any part of the movie, not even in the crowd scene. Nowhere to be seen at all. No. None at all. But let's actually start from the very, 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 very beginning. If you are a G1 fan, okay, you will know what pony I am talking about. There is a special pony. It has to be this pony. Blue hair, pink body. You you don't see the symbol, but blue hair, pink body. Who yeah. can that possibly be? It has to be Firefly. Which I think if that was their intention, was to kind of pay homage to Firefly, I love it. Well, since she was like the main character of One of the first, not not the first. The well, wait. Well, she was the the star of one of the movies in G One. Yeah, she. They would have her. Yeah, she was actually the only G One pony to actually have an entire movie dedicated to her G One line. So I love how they, kind. Of, I think they paid homage to that, which was great. And I'm glad I actually got back into the movie theater just in time to see that part because I almost missed that part going to get a pretzel because oh, good. I dropped my popcorn all over the floor. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am not going to get through the rest of this movie, was just like this just little bit of popcorn. I need something else, so I went out, out, got this huge giant pretzel, and I got back just in time, just to see Firefly flying onto the screen. It's like I nearly stood there and yelled Firefly! <laughs> mm-hmm. So I love that. Uh, The one, first we're going to start off with uh, just major criticisms about the movie. The one major issue I had with the movie was how Twilight was acting at the beginning Uh, of the movie. Yeah. It, It was kind of weird because, well, the way that she was acting was that she was nervous about this big friendship festival that they're setting up. I mean, it's kind of normal for Twilight to over overthink and like get caught up in her own head and get it and give herself anxiety over things that she does not need to give herself anxiety over. Um, but but it was actually how she was interacting with the princesses. Yeah. It's because like, I mean she was trying to be special with them. Well it was just them in the room. Yeah, and I mean it's like okay, you you've you, you you've called them Celestia. you've called them Luna, you've called them Cadence before. And I mean you're also a princess too, and you're sitting there calling them princesses. And not even using their first names. It would have been done to kind of set the tone for people who were not familiar with the series of, yes, she's like technically got the same title as these three other characters, but she's not, she doesn't consider herself at the same level. But for but people who are so who know how long she's already held the title, it's frustrating. hmm Yeah, because it's kind of like she's acting like she did when she first became a princess. Princess for how many years now? Well, Let's see. That happened back in season three. Exactly. So it's been four years since she became a princess. Yeah. Um. Four years of the show. In universe, it's probably been like a year or two at the very latest. Okay, at the most, uh, two years. Yeah. But she's been to events where she's called them Cadence or maybe Princess, bless you, Princess Luna. But she's used their names. Yeah. And for her to just walk in and say princesses, it's like, really? <laughs> Seriously? I mean, even when we were in the theater, I just kind of went, really? You know all of them. One of them is your babysitter. Or was your babysitter, I should say. Yeah, that's what I was sitting there thinking when I was watching that. And I was actually cringing every time she said princesses. I was just cringing in my seat because it was like, Really, you you know these people so well. I mean, you and Princess Cadence were just on a on vacation earlier today. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I can I can understand because I do agree with you that can be kind of like an uncomfortable, unsettling thing for people who are fans of the show and know Twilight's, you know, established relationships with the three other princesses, but for people who don't know, for like people who are seeing this, who who are seeing these characters for the first time in theaters, it's kind of like you need to quickly establish who these people are and, well, I should say they're, they're ponies. Well, they're they're people-ish. They're pony people. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean. You, you need to quickly yeah. establish who these characters are and, like, we're like, yes, this character and and these three other characters all have the same title, but they're not considered of the same rank because of whatever, it doesn't matter, we'll, you know, or it won't matter in the in, within a few minutes because you're only going to be dealing with one of these characters. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, they didn't. I mean, she could. She still could have called. At least she. She. She still could have said, uh, Princess Celestia, Princess Luna, Princess Cadence. Yeah, and you know, she asked them for something really weird, and. when she even came in and was, like, extra official with them. Yeah. She basically asked uh, C- Celestia and Luna to move the sun and the moon into specific spots so that stage lighting for uh songbird serenade concert that she was giving at the... Uh, the festival would be perfect because she was worried that Songbird Serenade would not like the stage lighting. Yeah, and from what little we saw of her, she had uh, Songbird actually seemed like she was not an overly picky or um, particular pony, so I don't think she really would have cared how the the lighting looked on the stage. I don't think so either. I think she just cared about the fact that like she went from having bodyguards to being stuck in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of like, is, I mean, was kind of like just a little bit too head on the nose there with her name. Yeah, she was the songbird in the cage. Yes. But, but um, yeah. the reason why I'm glad I actually pulled, I really wanted to pull one of the royal guards out was because when she goes in to see the princesses, normally when she, whenever they have a throne room scene in any of the shows, there's at least Four royal guard in the throne room at all times. Yeah, and there are four princesses here. Okay, and there is not one royal guard to be seen. To me, is a little disturbing about security. Yeah, that's like putting four heads of state all in one area and not having any security of any kind. And the only way that I can, the only reason I can think of for this happening in the movie, um, well, storyline-wise, it was probably the animators going, we're just not going to have any unnecessary characters that we have to write in reasons for being there or explain who they are. And that's why they didn't have Royal Guards and it was we gotta move this storyline along with as little complications as possible because it's only an hour and a half movie. Hour and twenty four for, minutes. Yeah. But for an in universe explanation, the only thing that I can think of is everybody was like, Okay, well we know about our sealed away or our best friends. And there's the four most powerful people, the four most powerful beings in Equestria are all going to be in the same spot. We don't need security. Let's give the guards the day off. But here's the problem. One of those said people happens to be married to the head of the Royal Guard. Yeah, I think that maybe... He would have said something along the lines of, "No, we gotta have at least some security. My wife is there, and my sister too." <laughs> exactly. I mean, you didn't—you didn't even see um, shining armor at all throughout the movie. Uh, Flurry Heart would have just been, to me, a filler character for this movie. I hate to say it like that. She would have been a filler character. Yeah. But, like, not to have any royal guard, I mean, have you ever seen the show Designated Survivor? Designated Driver? No. Survivor. Designated Survivor. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, think of it as that whole thing going down and they did not have a designated survivor. Yeah. You would think that maybe somewhere in Equestria they've got some sort of fail system where... Because, I mean, with all four princesses in the same spot, that is all the leadership within Equestria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is seriously, that should have been like a like security nightmare. You yeah. should have seen so many cats, you should have seen so many world guards there that they should have had flash sentry in the
0: movie.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That was the perf they could have had Flash Sentry in the movie and he could've rescued Princess Twilight. Well, I mean instead somebody else ended up saving her technically. Yes. The unexpected person, but we will get to that later on. Anyway, Um, Another critique in regards to the movie was it seems like if you actually sit there and time it out, each particular spot had about 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah, each scene? Yeah, it had about what would be considered the timing for an entire episode of a show. And I had actually noticed that after the third scene, that it's like, this is timing out to be like every 20 minutes, they're changing locations. Mm Mm-hmm. Which eventually Go ahead. Which eventually became a little predictable and a little annoying because it's kind of like a natural flow at all. To
0: me it um, kind of
1: just seemed like Okay, it's been 20 minutes. We've been in this spot for 20 minutes. Okay, let's jump to the next scene. Yeah, but at the same time, um, I did notice that it was kind of like the movie was paced around the songs that were in it. Like you would have a scene where you'd have a, build, a little bit of a build up, and basically it was like explaining what's going on in this location then it's like okay, we've got a song, and now we're gonna finish up here, and then go to the next location, and then it's like yeah. same formula: it's build up, song, closing, next location, and that's it. I suppose that's not necessarily bad. For it's a formula that I guess kind of works for. Because you're getting a lot of locations and characters and story in, but it's not dragging out. And it's like, here's this cool thing. We're going to show it to you. We're going to do a song. We're done. We're moving on to the next one. Um, It's frustrating for adult fans because it's like, you'll go to a neat location and you want to know as much about it as possible, but they're only going to give you a little bit and there's going to be, like, maybe a little bit of character interaction, but not enough time to dwell on anything important or anything like that. And it's just like, okay, we got to move this plot along. We're just going to go. Yeah, and then it became very, very predictable as to when they were going to change scenes, which is also something that's kind of like, if you can predict when they're going to change a scene in a movie, yeah, the movie's going to get to be a little bit predictable. Mm-hmm. Which, you know me, I hate that. Yeah. I, I mean, I did kind of know, notice it after you had mentioned something. I sat back yeah, and I, thought about it. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, she's kind of right, but I still think it's not necessarily a bad thing. I can understand <laughs> like I said, I can understand how it might be frustrating for an adult fan because you you don't want you don't want to sit there and watch a movie that's predictable, but yeah, you know for for a kid's movie, I think it's not horrible." I agree. I oh, know you don't, you stupid little beetle. Think you can get underneath there and hide and live? I think not. Sorry, I just came into my kitchen and there was a beetle crawling on a on my counter, and I went to squish it, and it decide to slide right up underneath the the sink, so it's like, okay, get the four oh the the four oh nine and spray it down and kill that sucker. <laughs> but so that I mean those were my only hang ups on the movie other than that, I I I, lo- I loved it. So I guess now we can get into more of the meat of the the whole movie premise. Um, as we said, they were getting set up for a friendship celebration and. This is actually something that's actually really not anti-climatic. Clim- I did not think it was anti-climatic enough. Because normally in a movie, they don't show the bad guy within the first ten minutes of the movie. Um, yeah, well, some movies, they'll kind of let you... Sue over who's the villain or like well, it, it depends. But this this one it was just like we went from everything being happy go lucky to here's the villain coming in and I love I, I hate to say this, I love Pinkie Pie
0: going, Oh my god,
1: I think this is the clown I ordered. I think this is the clown I ordered yeah. <laughs> and once it popped her balloon animal, she goes, I don't think this is the clown I ordered. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the thing is destroying the castle. I think at that point you, can, you could say that I don't think this is the clown I ordered. <laughs> so seriously... Um, yeah. Yeah, I think this is beyond. I don't think this is the clown I ordered. Yeah. So, and here's another thing. I mean, here the the city is clearly under attack and there's no no royal guard to be found at all. Yeah. Okay, literally every citizen is left to their own devices to fight and fend for themselves, including the princesses. And it does not go well for them. Uh, No. Um, Cadence was the first one to be turned to stone. Um, Celestia turns to Luna and tells her to go find, go get the hippos, go get the hippo, and doesn't finish her sentence because she gets turned into stone, and Luna goes to get whoever it is that she's supposed to be getting, and you would think that Luna, once she started feeling herself start turning to stone, would have yelled to Twilight to go get the hippog- hippogriff, Mhm, what well, might so, have been she was being turned too fast yeah she her 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 transfer cadence's transformation was slow, Celestia's was slow, but Luna it was like she was hit, and she was turned to stone instantly. Yeah. It's like there was no continuity with how quickly they were turned to stone. Which I did not like. Because there should be some kind of a continuity there. Yeah. Well, but that aside. Okay. And... Commander Tempest who was working for was it the Storm King? Yes, the Storm King. Okay, good, I got it right. She was working for the Storm King because she needed all the princesses magic. Well, of course the main six all get out of the city, some way, somehow they fall into the water and they get they get they get out of the city, and they're going to find the hippos. And I I I loved their. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed the product plugging. Yes, I I noticed it. Even my boyfriend noticed it. So the, We've got to find the the hippos. They're not hungry. They're always hungry.
0: Hungry, hungry,
1: hungry hippos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always hungry. It's like, oh my God, that is like... Wow, that... That is the commercial down to a T. <laughs> Why don't we just have Megatron just jump in here and try to attack while we're at it? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had Cheese Sandwich in one of the in one of the beginning crowd scenes. Who's technically Weird Al, so. And he re- voiced Rattar in the 1986 Transformers movie, so that's less than six degrees of separation. There's your Transformers connection right there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> As Gus would say, "On your big, my and, and big fat, my big fat Greek wedding, is that you
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: So, back to the movie. Um, The first place the ponies end up going to is a very sketchy place where you actually see other creatures. Yeah. There's, um, appear to be, like, land sharks, like, land-based sharks of some sort. Um... There's, like, lizards and all sorts of weird anthropomorphized creatures. Uh Mm-hmm. And I had thought the only other creatures that they had had in the pony world, other than ponies, were the griffins. Well, yeah, we because we haven't seen much outside of Equestria, um, aside from the Griffin Kingdom, uh, uh, the Yaks, the Yaks, and um, Iron Will is the only Minotaur we've seen, and he has yeah. his goats, which I don't know how the rules with his goats work. If they're either his employees or his pets, but and then um, you have the um, oh god the um, the changelings, yeah. But you've really have not seen any creature that was not somewhat kind of pony related. Yeah until now, and then, like, all of a sudden, you're suddenly inundated with them. The one main character in this whole scene was the cat character, Casper. Yep, Capper. Capper, who, quote, unquote, is helping the ponies when, in fact, he's helping himself. Well, Camper had never had a great life prior to what happened to him in the movie, according to the the prequels in the comics. He was trying yeah, to kill death. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one thing that's kind of a little irking is they're bringing in elements from. Something that maybe some people have never read before, yeah, I mean, which I, i'm I'm glad they've acknowledged that they were created, but I mean brought about things that kind of confuse people who don't maybe read the comics. Yeah, I I feel like the comics do add more to the movie, but you could still, the movie is something you could enjoy without them, too. Yeah. Oh, there were a couple things that could have been explained a little bit more. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, well, why is Capper being a jerk? Well, if you read the comics, you know it's because he was betrayed by a friend, and then he ended up getting stuck with the bill for something his supposed friend did, and that's why he's trying to throw no, the pony to the proverbial bus. <laughs> and, well, I mean, this is something that, if you didn't read the comics, you don't no. know what's going on. Why is he trying to sell the ponies? Yeah. I mean, they could have at least given something in there in regards to that, so that, like, it would be more known to those of us who have not read the comics. Yeah. But, of course, as always, Rarity helps him out by by fixing his coat Because he had gotten them out of a sticky situation of saying, "If you start getting like you know pastel dots on you, you're getting like some kind of like rare disease that's going to kill you." Hmm. And threw like purple paint on one of the people that wanted to to kill the ponies. Well, they they were. I don't know if they were wanting that. They were going like they wanted to necessarily kill them, but everybody saw these ponies and they were like, Ooh, pastel things. These, it, There's a, there's two unicorns. They must have magic. We want to sell these things. Yeah, there you go. And so it was like they saw the ponies as something valuable. And I yeah, think they saw it, a dollar signs. Yeah. I thought it was funny that uh, you heard somebody yell from the crowd. I want all, all of them for my collection. I was like, Oh, okay. We're taking seven <laughs> the collectors now. All right, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that that part was funny. That was that, that part was hilarious. I want all one for my collection. It's like you know, going to McDonald's and going. I, I want all the I want all the um the ponies from the Happy Meal <laughs> for my collection, please. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean that part was hilarious when some, when someone yelled that out. That that part was hilar- beyond hilarious. But um, then he realized that you know these guys were nice. He didn't really want to sell them, but he didn't get a chance to tell them that, and they called him a jerk, and they ran out on him. Yeah. And Tempest, of course, ends up coming to town, and everyone says they went with with Casper, or Capper, and he goes. Well, they went this way. In the meantime, they are on the boat with the pirates, which were complete. They were completely. That was completely hilarious when they snuck onto this boat. Yeah, and they they're found notably on a. a- well, basically, a large airship, a very large airship, and they don't know that they're on a pirate boat until, and it's it's hilarious because they're they they're basically working for the Storm King, and they're gonna throw them off the boat, and then a bell rings. And someone yells, lunch. And the next scene, everybody's sitting at a table and they're like giving, giving bowls of food. Yeah. <laughs> and even I was sitting there going, okay. Um, you guys are about to kill these people and now you're feeding them. Well, I mean, you only have to follow the boss's rules while you're on the time clock. If you're not on the clock, you don't have to follow the rules. Well, actually, according to them, it's like, well, we only get one lunch break, so kind of like we need to take the lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can understand, especially if your your boss is a... <clears throat> but as... um most bosses are. Well, the Storm King in particular is not a very good boss. I don't imagine that, you know, there's many benefits for the pay being all that great. He's kind of a jerk. I think so, too. But it was, it was hilarious that, like, all of a sudden they go from Let's throw them off the, off the, off the, off the, off the oh, ship hi. to Let's throw them overboard, and then it's lunchtime. Really? Seriously? <laughs> well, yeah, that was just timed well, I guess. Yeah, that was like beyond time. Well, I mean, I mean, that was just so hilarious the way they pulled that off. I mean, could not have pulled that off any better than doing it that way. So, and as they're sitting down to to eat, they're talking, ponies find out that these guys really don't like working for the Storm King, and it's actually Rainbow Dash who finds out that they were pirates. Yeah. And goes into this huge song. And, um, you know, typically when you're trying to stay under the radar and you're trying to get away, Guy, what is the one thing you don't want to do? Draw attention to yourself with a large light show and lots of sounds, which is exactly what Rainbow Dash did. And does a sonic rain, and do a sonic rain boom. Yeah. And what's interesting throughout the movie, and actually especially at this point in the movie, is that Twilight keeps pointing out to the others, we're not in Equestria. We can't do things out here like we did back home. Uh, Right. In the first city that they were in, um, Pinkie Pie is like, well, let's just run around and ask everybody, you know, where we can find the queen and the hippos. Maybe they'll know. And Twilight's like, you can't do that. People out here aren't like they are back home. This is not Equestria. Yeah. And she's I don't know if she said this, I can't remember exactly when she had said this, but she was like, you can't just sing a song and run around and hope that everything's going to be okay, you know, and have everything turn out okay. Which is kind of what happens in a lot of episodes, is that there's a song, and there's uh, like some over-the-top flashy scene, and everybody joins in, and then the problem is solved. But, like, it's brought up that you can't do that in the rest of the world out here outside Equestria because other creatures or the other people don't act like ponies. Not everybody's always nice. Not everybody's, you know, altruistic and ready and willing to help. And by doing the exact thing that Twilight tells them not to they get themselves in more trouble because Tempest, who is still chasing them in another airship, sees the giant sonic rain boom because why would she not? <laughs> exactly. I mean, the this thing you can, I mean this thing you can see like, you know all across equestria. Yeah, I'm. I'm amazed they didn't show Equestria and have everybody look up and see the Sonic rain boom. <laughs> I mean, I mean that would have been a great one. Yeah, and then like have that? somebody turn to somebody else and go, "Where's the Royal Guard?" <laughs> Um, oh, but I do the 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 pirate parrots were honestly my favorite characters. Um, yeah. when I seen them before, you know, in artworks that they were showing coming up to the movie, and then when I had seen them in the comics, I was getting more and more excited about them in the movie because to be in the movie because I mean, they're pirates and they're parrots. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I told my boyfriend after the movie, I said, they were probably my favorite thing. I was like, but they all looked like they were based off of either Conyers or Amazon. And then the, the captain kind of looked like a cockatoo, but with green feathers instead of yellow ones. I was like, why wow, am yeah. I there a a gray pilot? <laughs> they forgot one. He had a sick day. Uh. (laughs) He was out sick that day. Maybe. (laughs) But, um... But, um... Then they finally get to... Some place where they actually can read the map. And finally... Twilight's going, we're not looking for hippos. We're looking for hippogriffs. Which, yeah. to me, makes, makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. Then go find hippos. Well, yeah. Because I'm for, gonna- like, the entire movie up until when she goes, we're looking for hippogriffs, I'm sitting there trying to figure out, why are they looking for hippos? <laughs> what are hippos going to do? Well, I thought at first that it was going to be like, well, the hippo campus, which, or hippocamp. it's one of the ancient Greek names or like, maybe not Greek, but one of the um, older names for mythical horse that is Like a a water horse. So I thought that that's what they were going to call the sea ponies was the hippocamp. But, yeah, hippogriffs, that threw me completely. (laughs) Yeah. And they finally had a map, and they finally got to the island, and they go up this mountain, Of course, the entire time, Rarity is moaning and groaning about going up this hill. Yeah, she's she's not a hiking pony. She is being her major diva self times two.
0: Yeah, at
1: least that. did annoy me to a certain point because it's kind of like, okay, now we're getting to be a little bit ridiculous here. Sorry, I had to take a drink. I just took no, my okay. meds and I had a whole lump of dried, melted down meds that weren't going down. And I hate my 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 oxy my oxy because that's the one that takes the longest to melt down. Oh. Well, they're they're thicker pills. Uh huh. And actually, last week I found out why I was in so much pain last week. Uh huh. My my oxycodone and my blood pressure med look exactly the same oh i mean shape wise size wise color wise they're white they're circles and they're thick Mhm. so somehow last week i doubled up on my blood pressure meds Ooh. for the entire week which mm. is not really good. At least it was only one week. Uh huh. It could have been worse because I went to put my meds in for this week, and it's like, wait a minute, how can I be short a whole week? And then it's like, oh, crap. I took two instead of one per day last week. which explained a few issues I was having last week. Because when you mess with your blood pressure meds, I already have an issue with temperature. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. When I'm warm, you know something's wrong. Uh Uh-huh. You know I'm either sick or my medication is off. That's one of the two things that I am that I am warm because normally I'm cold. Uh huh. So anyway, back to the movie. Sorry, had to deviate there for a minute. Um, they get to the town and they don't find anybody. Yeah, the the Hippogriff Village is pretty much deserted. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what happened when they hear somebody singing. And they follow the voice, and they follow it into a cave, and they find this glowing flower, and they hear somebody dive into the water, And they're like, oh, no, we're we're not here to hurt you or anything. And then they dive into the water, too, and all of a sudden it's like someone flushed a toilet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. There, There's like a drain in the middle of this giant pool. And actually the scene where they all get sucked down this drain and end up in this dark tunnel that's filled with water was genuinely scary. Yeah, like a little creepy because it was a dark area and there was water all around and like they could literally die out for a minute. Hmm? Yeah, Twilight actually passed out for a minute because like the screen went like blurry and then black. And then they woke up and they all had... Then, there's the first time you ever see them... Okay, now, here is the big thing. Everybody was wondering what they were going to call them in the movie. Were they going to call them mer-ponies? Were they going to call them sea-ponies? That was never answered in the movie. Yeah. Like the movie they were never answered the question as to what they technically were. Well, they're technically not either of those things. They're technically well, I guess no. something completely different by what the movie, you know, wrote out. I mean it's at least they kind of didn't label them. Unfortunately, the merchandise is coming out with them being called sea ponies, when in fact they were never called sea ponies in the movie. Yeah, but, you know, for kind merchandising, of like but you know. have to call them something similar to what's already been put out in the line. Mm, this is true So but, you know, I wish they would have they would have at least called themselves sea ponies in the movie so that at least the merchandise would have matched what they were called call yeah. me picky call me I I, I I have to say this the way it needs to be said call me anal retentive Okay. But you need to put it out there. You need to put it out there straight and correct, which they didn't, which kind of a little bit upset me. Um, well, I mean, if they're coming out as being labeled as sea ponies by Hasbro, then even if they didn't say it in the movie, it's canon that they're sea ponies. <laughs> okay. Why I- Okay, I'll take it. I mean, if the company that oh. makes them and made the movie is saying they're sea ponies, then they're sea ponies. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that explanation to the bank and put it in the in the vault. I won't argue go. it out. <laughs> but, um, I loved Princess Skylar because I mean, she, she was just. She was like the C version of Pinkie Pie. Skystar? <laughs> yeah, she was Skystar. She was very bubbly and really actually very sweet. And she actually reminded me of the YouTuber that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, they made her into a po- My Little my, my Pony character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> was like, oh my God. <laughs> I wonder if she knows this. <laughs> but then I loved her mother because she's coming in there going, Mom, Mom, look at what I found. Look what I found. <laughs> Please, honey, do not tell me you found another shell. Did <laughs> you <laughs> find another seashell? Because I swear, he's going to show me another seashell. <laughs> I mean, her mother, I loved her mother just because she was just like, oh, my God, please do not tell me you found another seashell. Girl, you tell me you found another seashell, I will ground you 15 ways from Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, poor Queen Novo. She just seems like she's like, I have this overenthusiastic daughter who won't stop bothering me, and I have this entire kingdom to run, and no one's helping. I not only have to run this kingdom, but I have to make sure this kingdom is kept from being detected. And oh, you just um brought new, you just um brought new folks up in here, like, like this yeah. and, like you know, a freaking hotel. Yeah, she was not too happy to see new guests. I mean, Even, I mean, I love that part. That yeah, that was like because I mean, you're so used to everybody seeing. Twilight going, oh my God, yay! It's Princess Twilight. And King yeah. looking at her, kind of like, "And you are, child? <laughs> yeah, and you are, yes? And then looks at her child like, child, you just done brought people up into our house. Like, like there ain't nothing going on around here. And yes, okay, I. And that is technically how she did talk. Yes, she did it's a little bit of New Orleans with a little bit of ghetto in there, which I kind of like because it kind of gave another pers- another dimension to these characters and yes, I can say ghetto because my grandmother actually lived in a neighborhood that technically was kind of a little bit of a ghettoish neighborhood. And I had a lot of friends. I had quite a few friends in that neighborhood, even though I could not go outside and play with them because my grandmother was older. She couldn't sit out on the front porch and watch us. And she didn't want, want me to get hurt. Right. Because um, we were kind of like, the only white people in the neighborhood. Ah, uh, but, so, but anyway... I hate to say it like that. But, but anyway, um, yeah, I I loved how she was just like I mean I I I loved that. That was just I mean hold on wait a minute I got to give this one to the to the animators. I mean, cause that just—it was like, oh my god, she's from Chicago. Mhm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, dude, you can just put her someplace in Chicago and she'd fit right in. It's like I thought. I thought. I sat there thinking, oh my god, this—she ain't from the Pony World. She's from Chicago. <laughs> she's from the South Side. Cause that's how we talk. Especially when you piss us off. <laughs> and especially when you, when you you get your mama upset. That's exactly how she talks. Because <laughs> when I get my mother upset, that is exactly how she sounds. <laughs> but yeah, Queen Nova, I loved her. And then the fact that she was willing to show them how they were able to hide themselves from the Storm King and transform them into what they were. But the one thing I really did not like about this whole part was the way that twilight handled everything. Yeah. Because she basically told her friends Star oh. and her mother And didn't tell them that she was going to basically try and steal this orb. Yeah. Which you would think that, I mean, she should know by now that's not the right thing to do. No, but at the same time, I think it was born out of, it was a bad idea. Like, it was just not a good plan at all. Uh, But I think it was kind of, you know, Twilight is the last princess left to save Equestria. And you know how she gets, when everything is piled on her, she panics. And... She, at first, even says to the rest of the, you know, the main six, you don't have to come with me. This is my responsibility. And they go, oh, you're not leaving by yourself. And that's how they all going together. But throughout the whole movie, she's just, like, convinced that this is her responsibility. This is what she's supposed to do. She has to do this by herself, so when at first they see the orb or the pearl and Twilight says, oh, we can use that. And Queen Nova says, no, this isn't leaving. I need this pearl here so that it's not found by the Storm King and so that we're not found. Right. And then, well, Twilight thinks that, okay, well, she said no, that's I'm not going to be able to convince her otherwise, so that means I'm going to have to find some other way to get this pearl. So she tells everyone, you know, go hang out with the princess. And it ends up acting as a distraction while she tries to steal the orb. But it, of course, doesn't work out because she gets caught. Because Novo is convinced by this big song. That, um, you know, pinky starts and gets everybody involved in like a big song and dance number, you know, Queen Novo goes, "You know, okay, maybe we can do one little thing to help out, and then goes back to the throne room, presumably to get the pearl only to find Twilight trying to steal it. <laughs> No, actually, alarms start going off, and that's when they go into the throne room and find her stealing the pearl. Oh, yeah, I mean, Twilight should have really thought that this is a group that would have responded the same way as everybody out as everybody in Equestria does if. Celestia was telling Luna to go get them for help. Yeah, but she didn't know it for sure. But she still made the wrong decision. She made a majorly wrong decision here because it's they end up getting thrown out and everybody's like, Why didn't you tell us what you were doing what you were up to? We had her we had her to the point where she was actually going to help us, and you totally screwed that up. And even I would have stood there and told her, you screwed this up. She did. She honestly did not, you know, did not think that through, but, I mean, I'm going to chalk it up to the- to the stress yeah because then she goes off on her own and ends up unfortunately getting captured by Tempest and we get to see some of Tempest's origin and like how she got that really wicked scar and the busted horn and I love the animation they did I love the fact that when they went back in time, they did a different animation style. Yeah. Because that was just kind of like old school, old roots animation style there, which was kind of a really neat thing to do. In a movie where they did do quite a bit of CGI effects, you could see the CGI effects. Mm-hmm. And for them to have like done that was just like just like awesome and great. And the fact that they brought back um, which bear was that again? Uh, I believe that was an Ur- the Ursa Major. Yeah, which is a throwback season one, the first time that we saw Trixie. And she said she could um, tame him. Right. So it that kind of like really like for anyone who's seen the show really brings you back to the very roots of the show which is actually really nice to have seen that they did take and make a huge nod there to the very first season of the show so again there I'm going to give why she became so angry and so upset is because everyone treated her so differently after that well yeah because with the broken horn she essentially couldn't really use her magic or if she did it didn't quite work as well as it should have which is actually a bit of a not a bit of a nod towards Harry Potter. And if you are listening to this live, we are gonna be going into ponies after dark and we're gonna keep recording. We're gonna keep talking about the movie. Please remember to download back to what I was saying, Potter where um I think it's the second movie where Ron's Wand gets broken. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Every time he casts a spell, it backfired. Or it didn't do exactly what he wanted it to do. Because so, the means of control for magic, munches, and it seems like for unicorns, their horn is the way that they control their magic. Yeah. So busted horn, it's a little hard to control exactly what you want it to do. Yeah, especially when you're young and nobody trains you how to work with a broken horn, which I'm very shocked that nobody was able to help her with that. Well, it might have been that, like, she was just instantly treated differently and all she saw was, like, everybody was going to laugh at her, so she didn't want to be around other ponies and have to be compared to, you know, somebody who didn't need that extra help. Maybe. You know, when when you're somebody who has full use of, like, your body or whatever, and then all of a sudden you get into an accident or you get really sick or you're in a situation where you can't do anything, can't do as much for yourself as you used to be able to, it's really hard to adjust. And Tempest, of course, with a busted horn... Was like, well, I'm not like everybody else now, and they're all treating me differently. You know, oh, yeah. not even people treat you differently. And she just freaked out and just wanted to be somewhere where she wasn't going to be picked on or treated like she was, you know, something different. Yeah. I definitely, I can definitely see that. But, so at that point, she tells her why she's doing it. And they get back to to Equestria. And if you look at the ponies and how they are, It kind of brings you back to season, uh, the end of season. Oh God, which one was it? With the crystal, with the crystal empire. Hmm, three or four, I can't remember. Which which bad guy was that one? Oh, um, Crystal Empire. Sombra. Sombra, and how he had all the ponies all in chains, you know. And... We're building his empire or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe we got this far into the movie and we forgot. Okay. Backtrack to the beginning of the movie. Completely forgot this scene. I don't know how I could could possibly forget this scene. The part with the Kate Cannon. Mm Mm-hmm. And when Twilight Sparkle pops out of the cake. Uh-huh. And gets cake on Songbird Serenades jackets. Oh yeah. First of all, these are the only two guards you see throughout this entire movie is her secret service guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And I mean, they literally had to have done, like, some kind of, like, research on secret service guys because he acting like secret service agents. Right. Because she gets frosting on her jacket, and she's not going to move. She's not moving to get it off of herself and the one guy standing there going we got a 1040 1040 on in progress yes i see 1040 i will be removing it now and wipes the frosting off of her off of her outfit i don't remember exactly what the numbers were But what happened to those guys? Well, I'm guessing they got thrown in cages too. Because it's like guys are paid to protect her that they would have gotten her happy butt out of there as soon as they saw that this thing, that this ship was coming to attack. Yeah. I mean, seriously? You can't even pay for good help in Equestria, evidently. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you see Songbird Serenade in a a birdcage. Again, ironic. And she sees Twilight being rolled in, and she kind of just has this look on her face kind of like, she had had hope up until that point. Mm-hmm. You could just see the hope just go right out of her. Yeah. As as she's watching Twilight being real in. That at least is another that was another one another thing that I really liked was Does that scene because of the fact of you know somebody who is not always in the kingdom she's there as a guest she was singing that she had hope until she saw Twilight
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then realized there may not be any any type of hope. Yeah, because Twilight was the last thing that... Twilight was the last princess that uh, Tempest needed for this spell that she kept talking about to charge this staff. That she kept saying that the the storm king was going to restore her horn and so she's brought to the castle and is it me or is it ironic that there is this staff there is this hole in the ground where this staff goes There are spots where the princesses are supposed to stand where this staff is supposed to suck up all of their energy in the kingdom. Yeah. I mean, to me, that was just another reason as to why were there no guards in this movie I mean if there was a possible staffly there should have been some guards in this movie yeah but I think the whole the whole thing is just like it, it was just you know Uh It was there for cl- plot convenience convenience. I think so too. So they get all four princesses, they're all on their spots. She sucks up their powers and finally the storm king is revealed. And Tempest gives him the staff, and she she's going, okay, now you have the staff. Can you restore my horn? Yeah, 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 I'll do that in a minute. Yeah, 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 I'll do that in a minute. Yeah, I'll do the, do it in a minute. I'll do it. And she keeps getting put off. until she realizes that he never really intended on fixing her horn. Yeah, it was all he was using her for power. Yeah. And he even says, so he basically tells her, don't you get it? I was using you to get to this magic you kept telling me about. And that basically there is no way to fix your horn. Kind of like, I mean, that first of all was kind of harsh. Yeah. But second of all, that's a typical bad guy for you. Mm-hmm. You know, tell you what you what, what you want to hear, and just turn around, and tell you well, you know what? <laughs> sorry, you're the idiot that listened to me, and you're up a creek in here, no paddle. So sorry. <laughs> Good luck. So she finally realizes that he's basically been lying to her this entire time. And she tries to help Twilight. As everybody else pops in, including uh, the the cat, the the pirates. Which I love how they try to try to sneak them into the city. Yeah, in a giant cake. <laughs> yeah, the, if that greedy little gremlin wouldn't have kept eating at the cake, would have made it further than it would than it did. Yeah, you know, I I kind of like that because it kind of uh, reminds you of I, if I remember correctly, it was from Greek mythology, the Trojan Horse, the Trojan Horse deal. Yes, the Greek army sneaks into Troy by building a giant wooden horse, and Shoving half the, half their army inside the wooden horse and going, we surrender. Here's the present. <laughs> yeah, present filled with uh, half of our soldiers. Uh, ah, yeah. there's the gift. So they they all finally get there and they're trying to get this staff away from him. And Tempest finally realizes that she needs to help them out because, you know, she's been following him and he's been basically lying to him this entire time. And so it's, like, come to the point of, yeah finally she helps she turns around and just nails him but also in the process of trying to take him out she is also taking herself out mhm and twilight being twilight of course does not let that happen yeah and Tempest is like, why did you do that? Yeah, I mean because she'd been and chasing the entire movie, and then Twilight just saves her. Yeah. Um. You you saw you saw you you just saw it. So do you remember exactly what Twilight said? Because it's been a couple of weeks for me. Um, It was something to the effect of because that's what friends do. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. And so, of course, releases the magic back to the princesses. Everybody forgives her as always. It's like they're a very forgiving community. I have to say that. Yeah. I mean, even Pinkie Pie realized that. Which was hilarious because she goes, wow, we are really a forgiving bunch of people. Oh, wait, no, wait, sorry. Wait. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I'm thinking of the Equestria Girls thing. <laughs> But still, and that was another thing. That was another character that was not in this movie at all. Was Starlight also, Glimmer? Yeah, she was in the credits. I, I never saw her on the screen though. Yeah, in, in the uh, the end credit sequence when they were just. Um, It was the same animation style they used for Tempest's backstory. You had, like, I guess it was scenes of the party after the last scene of the movie. Okay. You saw, like, as the credits were rolling by you know, the ponies doing other things as the last song's playing. And um, in part of the credits, you did see for like a minute or less than a minute, really. You saw Starlight. But unless you really, for, you wouldn't have known it was her. Okay, I'm going to have to, when this comes out on Netflix, I'm going to have to rent this and see it again To try and find her. Because
0: that's just
1: the very, 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 very beginning. Because I'm definitely not going to pay another eleven dollars to go see this movie again. I wouldn't mind seeing it again in theaters, especially at the theater we went to. Oh gosh, the theater Uh, we went to had reclining seats. But wait, wait, wait! We're not. But wait, we're not done. We're not done. With the movie yet, we're not done with the movie yet, because
0: I did say we were there
1: there's there's still one last piece that has been for the last two weeks
0: that has been
1: keeping me and just driving me insane. That I couldn't tell you. I couldn't say it on the air
0: that Tempest's real name is Fizzlepop Berry is twist. twist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I am so pissed. Fizzle pop berry twist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I am. <laughs> I know. It's like, because by this time it's just me and like eight other people in the in the theater, and all of them were adults. I think. I think they were they were definitely bronies and Pegasus sisters. From, from the way they were talking. You can tell. Yeah. But
0: it was like,
1: she's talking with, she's talking, Tempest is talking with Pinkie Pie and she goes, Pinkie Pie goes, Tempest, you're really a nice, you really are a nice person. And Tempest goes, Tempest is not really my name. And Pinkie Pie goes, well, what is your real name? And she goes, Fizzle Pop Berry Twist. The look on Pinkie Pie's face. I wish I could have, like, pulled my camera out and, like, taken a picture of it. Yeah, the facial expressions for the animation in this movie were fantastic, especially Pinkie Pie's. But then again, her expressions are always over the top. Oh yeah. But this one was when this one was just like I don't know how how you how to how to explain it. <laughs> it was a pinkie pie look of pure joy where she was just like amazed and astounded and it's a weird reaction to the, you know. Well oh, like yeah. it's not reaction for Pinkie Pie, but it's not the reaction I would have had to this name reveal, because when I heard the name I came home, I picked up my Build-A-Bear Tempest and looked at her and said, Fizzlepop Berry Twist, did your parents hate you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually,
1: the, funny, the funniest part was when they said when she said her name was Fizzle Pop Berry Twist, me and the eight other people all went Fizzle Pop Berry Twist at the same exact time. I mean, oh. I th- yeah. Here's this big scary bad guy that has an imposing name like Tempest. And then we're going to make a joke about it at the last minute that her real name is actually something much less imposing and you know very lighthearted and silly. Yeah, and ultra cute. So I mean that that was like one of those things where it was like really really highly unexpected. Yeah. So, promise, because I did promise at the beginning of the movie, I was going to tell you all the rest of the stuff that I got. Uh-huh. Because I did get a couple of neat things. And I got actually one thing, my friend actually had to contact the company in order for me to get it. hmm because I gotten this thing. It's when I looked on the doorstep, and all I saw was its name. It says "small gift" on the top, and it has a little red bow. And when you pick it up and you look, it has like you know Hello Kitty and all the Sanrio characters on it. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And I turn and I look on the sign, and it says Loot Crate, which is a subscription company. To send you things like every, it's like normal. Their normal subscriptions are like monthly. Mhm. Uh-huh. And evidently, this one is like every quarter they send a box out, so it's like four times a year. Mhm. Uh-huh. So they had already sent out their September box. Mhm. Uh-huh. So, nothing would have gotten sent out until December. Uh Uh-huh. So, he actually contacted the company, and they let him purchase September's box. Oh, okay. Because he told them, this is a birthday gift for a friend. I know she'll love it. Because it's Hello Kitty, and so, and I got this thing, and I opened, I opened it up, and it's, I, I'm going to take pictures of this because the boxing box is really cute. It's called the. I guess each month has a theme. Uh huh. And this month is ta- last month was tasty, so everything is food related. Ah, so I'm just gonna. And unfortunately, it was miss. It's missing one item, but I think it was because of the fact that it was like a last-minute thing because it comes with a list of things mm-hmm. that come in the box. And even the even the list is cute because it says "tasty menu." Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I got a Hello Kitty thing that looks like a hot dog. Huh. And she even is in, like, one of those little striped things that a hot dog will come in, like, when you go to the ballpark. Right. Like, one of the little, uh, like paper holders and or like, Yeah, one of those like cardboard right. holders.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like you have her head, and then she just looks like a. She just looks like a hot dog. It's, it's like ultra cute. And a Choco Cat squishy, which is is like a. She's um a thing of fries because you can't mm-hmm. have a hot dog without French fries. Right. And a set of uh, coasters that have Hello Kitty, Choco Cat, Cine and I don't know what this last thing is. But this one thing I really wish I could actually wor- work outside of the house, because then I would actually take this thing with me. Um, it has it comes with a, a lunch, an insulated lunch bag. Kind of neat yeah and it also comes with a it's supposed to be like um a bento box uh- uh-huh. because it has like four compartment like three three compartments for food, but I don't know if you can put hot or cold stuff in it. And it comes with a with a little charm of this little chicken and egg and a magnet.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. The only thing that's missing out of this is uh, a doki doki yummy chums apron, which looks like a big old ham hamburger.
0: Uh-huh,
1: but I think it's only because of the fact that they sent it they sent it out last minute right, so they probably ran out of the aprons, yeah, probably just just put what they could in the box. I got this, and I was like, oh, my God, face is so cute. And he
0: goes, do you like something.
1: it? And I said, yeah. I, and he goes, do you like it? I said, I loved it. He goes, good, because you're going to get it for the next year. <laughs> oh, that's neat. <laughs> so he paid for a year's subscription for this. So it's like, yay, So every three, every three months, I'm gonna get something ultra ultra cute to open up on the uh, on the on the air. Oh, neat! And so we're guaranteed at least one mail one mailbox opening. I at least three times for the for this year. Oh. Oh, excuse me. So, and I had said I'd gotten. A box from Spencer's, mhm when I'd gotten the hello the the box from the Bear right again, gotta love friends who just take and do things because I told you about those um, drink cups I'd found at the store Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right found two more of them Right, to get the bo- I'm trying to get the box knocking um other stuff over and breaking stuff. He found one with Artemis, Luna, and Dinah. Yeah. And it's like a 3D one. Oh, neat. Kind of like the one with all all the Sailor Scouts where as you turn it, the characters kind of pop out at you. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A pin set of Sailor Moon and her first brooch. And this cup is really I like it. It's Neptune and Uranus, uh-huh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the bottom of the- on the inside is like the bottom of the silver crystal. Oh, that's kinda neat, so. I've already washed the other two cups. Once those are dry, I'm going to take uh, pictures of all of the um, cups with their straws in them because I'm going to store everything. But I'm going to take the straws out so that they don't get broken. Right. But have pictures of the straws with the cups so I know which straw goes with which cup. hmm And I wish I could really use this one—a um, travel mug that matches the Sailor Moon drink cu- cup that I found after she does the heart transformation. Mhm. And I have yet another blanket. People like sending me blankets. Because they know I'm just that cold. (laughs) I guess so. And this is just um, Sailor Moon after she's transformed with Luna kind of jumping in on her on the action kind of like yeah she just transformed I'm just jumping in here just being the picture. Huh. But the stuff I was really excited to see I got in two I got two packages from japan from from China, which you know if it's coming from China, it's gonna be something special, yeah they found sailor Pluto. Sailor Saturn, both with their um, staffs, mm-hmm. Uranus, Neptune, and Chibi Moon, uh, prizes from Ganja Machines. The gacha Machines? Gotcha Machines. So these are things that you can definitely not get in the U.S. unless you find them online. Yeah. And I think there's a sticker also with these things, but I don't want to open them. (laughs) That's one of those things that, like, you either want to keep it in the capsule or have somewhere to put it right away so you don't lose all of them. Yeah, because they're really small figures. Oh, yeah. Well, see, you you never keep the capsule. Okay, I've seen a lot of um, YouTube channels where they've gone to these places in Japan and what they do, what you do is you get the item out of the ball and you return the ball. But the prize is in a baggie, but I don't want to open up the baggie. Uh. And then I've gotten another one actually on Friday that I didn't even open, so I don't even know what's in this one. Uh. Oh, well, I just gotta say is whatever is in here, the seller really packed this stuff up really well. <laughs> I wish there was gold in here, oh. Oh my God. Really cool I take it. These are beyond really cool. Oh, these are it that well packaged it's like taking me forever to get the package open Hmm. okay can I open this without actually damaging the package no I can't Okay, this is cool. I had actually and seen these on a video once. Um, there was a whole set of gotcha ball machine things of Sailor Moon's brooches. Yeah, I've got oh. All... Oh, six of them. Oh, cool. And what they actually are is they're actually um, little compacts. Oh, neat. It's where you open it up and it's actually there's a little mirror on the inside of them. Mm, oh, okay. Designs are... The very first, um, her very first brooch and her second brooch, they're actually done in black. Yeah. Which is actually really neat. Uh Uh-huh. And then the heart brooch and... A version of the very last brooch, the eternal, the the wings are kind of small on it because they can't really make really huge wings on this thing. Right. And then they have the chalice. And I think they made one just to kind of balance it out because that was only five items. They have one of Luna and Artemis kind of looking up at the moon. Oh, oh, excuse me.
0: This is really cute.
1: Let's be on When I saw these, like, I've always wanted to go to Japan. One of the reasons, look, I've always wanted to play one was play one of those things and get a prize. Mhm. Uh-huh. But I know that's never gonna happen. I am never gonna leave the country. Oh, but at least you have, excuse me, at least you have the set now. Yeah, and I didn't, didn't think I'd ever get these. These are actually cute and hard to find, unless you know somebody. Yay! Yay! Oh. And I have one Amazon box that showed up today out of nowhere. Oh, this is too cute. Oh, uh, what did you get? Sailor Moon Crystal, two mug set of Luna and Artemis. Oh. Are, are there faces in the handles? or there tails? Uh-huh on the back they say, and it's, the back is kind of reversed. On Luna, it's Artemis on the left and Luna on the right, and it says Sailor Moon. Uh-huh. And what they did with Artemis's cup is they used the same same design. They just, flip it so it's backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you can see them in the box and you have, you have both of them just kind of looking out at you. <laughs> huh. Kind of. Kind <laughs> of from a friend that I've known for years. Oh, You remember that Sailor Venus thing I told you about? Mm, yeah, kind of. Where it's a dis- display that as you buy more, you can build an actual display out of them.
0: Oh, oh, yeah.
1: I have two more figures. Oh, cool. I have Uranus and Pluto, (laughs) not Pluto, Mercury. Well, I have a new umbrella now that I'm going to use all the time. I now have Sailor Moon's. I now have Usagi's umbrella from from Chris Paul. This red and it actually has little. The little bunny symbol on it. This is too cute. Oh, that's
0: neat.
1: Hey. Maybe I won't use the umbrella. I don't want it to get ruined. Oh, excuse me, I uh, and just when I thought the boxes were gonna stop, <laughs> God, you still have more. It's almost eleven o'clock. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I meant in general.
2: <laughs>
1: I meant in general what just when I thought the boxes were gonna stop, <laughs> yeah, you got more and more and more. I have a little bit of news for you if you just check your Facebook message. Okay. In a minute.
0: Uh, uh, messenger.
1: Uh, is it the one about the blind boxes? Yep. Yeah, I already saw that. Uh, check again. Um Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Excuse me. Oh goodness! Because I told, I told, I told him about it. and I told him I felt bad, and he's like, "Don't worry about it." Like <laughs> them. It really did feel bad having to send that message.
0: It's it, it's okay.
1: And especially after all the stuff he's giving me, he can give me cash.
2: <laughs>
1: so, but I don't know if I want to use these mugs or if I just want to keep them in the box. Oh, oh excuse me. Oh, I'm going to keep them in the box for now. Well, that's actually the plan. Keep them in the box now, but eventually down the road, whether or not I'm actually going to actually take them out and use them, then they'll oh, get stained, broken. I think that's what I will do. Is just put them on display, just like the just like the cups. But I will let go ahead and let you go because I know you've got an early day tomorrow. I've got my usual early day tomorrow. And hopefully tonight I will actually go to bed early because I've been trying to. And believe it or not, I took all my meds yesterday at the right time, had a glass and a half of wine, and Still did not go to sleep until 1.15 thir- 1 this morning. Oh. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh goodness. So I wish I could be as tired as you. Oh, you want to get up at five in the morning to go make biscuits and gravy? Hey, be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> And because I wake up at 5 in the morning most weekdays on days even when I'm off, I still wake up early. Like, even though I know I didn't have to go anywhere today, I still got up at 8 o'clock this morning. The hey, bird the wasn't even up yet. I guess for some reason I can't get myself into the right sleep pattern. I've always had that problem. Oh, excuse me. So, next week we will be back on uh play sets. Down. Yeah. So, but at least we got through the entire movie. Yeah.
0: Well, it wasn't That's a very long movie.
1: Yeah. Yes, but there was a lot that happened in that movie. Very true. So, um... Quick question. What is the temperature like where you're living at? Oh, gosh. Um, it's like in the 50s and 60s here right now. It was actually kind of chilly out today. Is it still getting up into that really warm Temperature range it's Maryland. we don't have normal weather, so yes, <laughs> neither do we okay, that's why like what say in Chicago, if you want another weather, you want the you want another weather system, just wait five minutes oh, yeah, but I mean, then again, guarantee will change. We're still sort of in the beginning of fall, so I know we're not going to get, like, really cold until maybe November or December. So, no sending squishy stuff yet? I would not. Okay, because I want to send all of this stuff out to you all at one, one shot. Get to those squishies that are yours and Nishi's, and I've got to contact Nishi and see what our weather's like out there. Okay. In Portland. So until next time, happy yep, pony good night, nights. Night. Night. Good night. Happy pony night, nights. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we alone? (sighs) Well, at least we got through through our topic of the day. Almost within the right time frame. So next week, we will be back with our regularly scheduled program of play sets. Until then, happy pony hunting. Good
0: night.